0: Blue wire And he's going to run it and keep it himself, Reed is all by himself Give him six, Jordan Reed Second and goal, Johnson, Sprinkle, touchdown Reed, he's going to the end zone, has a man open, Dixon down the middle, caught, touchdown Josh Johnson to the goal line and into the end zone Welcome to another episode of the Josh and Jordan podcast. I am your host, Jordan Reed, alongside my co-host, Josh Johnson. And we got our first episode out the way. And, you know, I threw Josh in the deep end. This is first time podcasting. So it was like that first start. You know, you take that first hit, you get that first throw out the way. You should be good now, man. How you liking podcasting so far?
1: I mean, you got me snitching, but it's cool. <laughs> so, so far, it's really cool. Yo, <laughs> It's different for me, man. I'm, I'm from the, I'm from the old school, so we didn't really have all this, all these different ways to be talking and talking out. So, but I mean, it's been cool, you know, talking about sports. I do it anyway, all the time with my, you know, friends and family. Like, so I mean, they just, like, I've always got recommended to do something like this, but I'm anti everything until I get comfortable. So, it's been solid though. I mean, you, you know, you've been a good help for me, good vet. Good vet leadership, you know what I mean?
0: I mean, I'm just trying to be the bridge gap guy here, man. You you the new guy in town. You know, that paid you all the guaranteed money. You the high draft pick. I'm just the old season vet to,
1: <laughs> to, to,
0: to make the way for you. <laughs> that's all I am right now, man. But we got a special we got a special show for you guys today. We're gonna continue our NFL talk from last week. If you missed last week's episode, make sure you go check that out. Like I said, this is going to be all barbershop talk. Just like when you're sitting in a chair getting a cut, you have your talks, whether it's basketball, football, no matter what it may be, that's exactly what this podcast is going to be. So with that being said, we got a special topic planned for you guys today. We're going to talk about the duration of an NFL season and we're also going to get into some keys to success at playing quarterback on the NFL level. That's some insights Josh can really give to us. We're going to go over a couple guys that I had in mind and why they've been able to stay afloat so long in the league. So with that being said, back up a little bit. You know, Josh, you've been in the league for a long time. And the owners are talking. We talked about the new CBA last week, and we dived deep into that. And one thing that has been mentioned is an 18-game season. And I know 16 games is a lot, but the owners are about their money. And they've talked about really extending the season to 18 games. I'm not sure if you heard that, but that's been a talk on social media over some time now. And an 18-game season might be a realistic possibility when this new CBA comes out. So just to give you a little breakdown, what they think about doing is shortening the preseason to two games and then extending the regular season to 18 games. So just what's your overall thoughts on that? Do you think it's too much, or is it a good idea? Just what's your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, expand,
1: they better be expanding the rosters. First and <laughs> uh, I mean, some players, you know, I think it varies. Uh, I know a lot of players going to be anti-playing 18 games, but if you go to the playoffs, Super Bowl run, I mean, you end up playing that much anyway. Um, I think they got a really – Honestly, it really depends on what's going on from a standpoint of in regards to the roster sizes, game day, active rosters. I think that need to change ASAP. Um, you got 53 players and only, and seven of them are already guaranteed to not be active. That don't make sense to me, it never has. I still don't understand that. Um, because if they're on the roster, they should be able to be playing. And, uh, and I think that'll help with the injury situation because playing 18 games for sure, you might see the injuries pick up. Just, just off the strength, just so, so much turnover on the roster. So uh, I think it'll do everybody in the culture of football more justice, from the coaches, the players, the team, people building the team to expand the rosters. So if they plan on making more money, they probably want to spend some more money. You know, you got to make spend, make money, you got to spend money. And I think that's kind of where it'll be at. From a player standpoint, I think 16 games is more than enough. But, you know, it's still a business, and they're trying to do what they're trying to do to make their chicken. But I really think uh, they gotta expand these rosters. That'd be very important is expanding these rosters.
0: And I'm I'm really glad you said that because something I've really never understood with the NFL roster is that okay, you get 53 guys, but I think you should be able to dress all those guys out. You have your certain inactives. Before the game, and I know, I know you have to make it a fair number of people that can dress out, but I think you 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 should find a way to let all 53 guys dress out. Especially if they're there on game day, it just doesn't make sense for for from my standpoint for them to have an inactive list. If you have all 53, let all these dudes dress out instead of the standard 46, I believe it is. So that's just something I've really never understood. But on the subject of the 18 game season, I'm right there with you. I just don't understand it, but of course, like you said, all these owners are about their money. Regular season games are gonna sell more than preseason games, so they want to scale back on those preseason games. Exactly. But but you're taking away from those bottom of the roster guys, like we talked about last week. That's really their opportunity, especially that third and fourth preseason game for them to show out because the vets, as the preseason goes along. This, the coaching uh, coach staff excuse me, really scales back on those guys just because they're trying to get them ready for the regular season. So that fourth preseason game is essentially that game for these lower tier or bottom of the roster guys to show out, and I think you're taking that away from them.
1: One thing I will say, though, because I'm not anti-preseason. I think that's very important. I mean, if you look at the college game, I think that's why you see so much sloppy football in the beginning of the year is they don't have preseason and practice, you'll never get the same. It's never the same, you know, you play. Practice, you can never, as much as a coach try, can never emulate that feeling that it is when them lights is bright and you playing against another opponent. And so I think you need to have the preseason to get everybody tuned up because every game, every minute, every second of an NFL game is so critical. I wouldn't want it to be your first game as a team to go out there and be, that'd be your first representation of your, your team for that upcoming season. So I think that's I'm not anti preseason. I think the preseason is hella important, and also the way the structure of the CBA is set up, the way the business is set up. Um, if you are gonna have these younger rosters, and you're not gonna allow them to go out there and go through their mistakes, trial and error through preseason, that's gonna be a that's gonna be that's gonna hurt a lot more teams than it's gonna help a lot more teams because of the fact that. These young, like the off seasons, is shorter. The time in the building is shorter. The development of the player is shorter within this new CBA. So that it's nothing like real game film to actually go out there and see yourself, be able to evaluate yourself when you go in against another man to, you know, to see if you applying your fundamentals, this down the third. You got so many different factors that play into practice. The main one, it being scripted, and the coach gonna tell you what's gonna happen. So like you ain't really never getting in that real flow that you will really get into in a game to be able to evaluate yourself as well as to be evaluated as a player. So I think that's preseason. I'm not anti-preseason. I think the preseason should keep going. Could they shorten it? Yeah, probably. I know shouldn't no team be playing five games. I agree with that. But Some teams do. And then uh, if they're going to add another two games, and for sure got to get bigger rosters, and they got to let everybody that's on the team play, like the opportunity, unless they're injured, they injured, then that's different. But if you got a healthy dude sitting right there, that can run down on special teams instead of your starting linebacker or your starting safety. I mean, to me, that's a direct reason why people get hurt Right, and they on the field more. College, you got 90 players, 100 players. In the league, you got 40-something. And it's, the intensity of the game is way more, you know, play more intense. The players is way better. Everything is just that more heightened with less players. So I think that has, I think that, that part can be looked into. A lot
0: more to see if they can change that. Like I always say, I ain't in that room. (laughs) (laughs) Right, where the decisions get made. But I did want to ask you this. I want to pick your brain on this a little bit because you're in the building. You've been a part of preseason. You've been a part of regular season. Does that last game really matter? Or is their mind pretty much already made up? going into that last preseason game
1: for the bottom of the roster younger players off the streets hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> careers is made in that fourth game boy i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the fourth game because you'll walk into a situation where you just you know you're just another guy on the roster you're kind of a body you know they don't really have any plans for you and then your, your situations that you can always be evaluated under can be going against could be borderline scout team reps and i mean <laughs> Yeah, you can make plays on, on off that, but I mean, your chances are, are limited if that's your only opportunity to get evaluated. But, you know, getting put in that fourth preseason game, it's kind of like the most talented dude's going to always show because it's a real simple scheme. You know, everybody playing both ways, doing this, that, and the third. So I think that's the game where you really can see the, it's the unknown Super Bowl. That's what I like to call it. <laughs> That's what a a lot of unknown dudes really get to make or break their career. So, hell yeah, that, that fourth game is important when you're talking about bottom of the roster, practice squad, rookies, undrafted, unknown players. But from the standpoint of the grand scheme of your team, uh, they pretty much be having their team made up from what I've experienced.
0: And that's something I've always wanted to know, just because there's so much stock that goes in the preseason games, especially the last one. And you see, like, I know you don't have this perspective, but just being from a fan perspective and looking on the outside in, there's fans that fall in love with this one guy that's just showing out in preseason hmm. every year. So that's why I always wanted to know, if that game really does matter. I've had the belief that it really does matter. But just hearing that now, I, I'm really glad that I got clarity on that. No, it matters. It matters a lot. It
1: matters a hell of a lot. So, I mean, it, it saved my career. I ain't going to lie. Even if I got cut, I performed well in that fourth game. Through a, you know, that's the last tape somebody's seen on me. So right. they, need, I, they need a quarterback. I me. Mean, it's kind of positioned me to get another job. So I think that game is hella important. For real. Right. I got you. <laughs>
0: So that's a perfect segue into what I want or what we wanted to talk about next, I should say. And that's keys to success at quarterback. And we're seeing all these young dudes pop up around the league. And like we talked about on the very first episode that ultimately did not end up getting recorded, just because that was my fault, we had some technical difficulties. We had a really good discussion about some young guys around the league. We talked about Kyler Murray, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, all these young guys around the league, and why they're having so much immediate success. So, from your perspective, you're a guy that's been on the field on Sundays, had success, you know, had some negatives that's happened along the way, just like all these guys have had happen as well. But why do you think the NFL, or let me back up a little bit, why are these guys having such success at the quarterback position right away?
1: Um, just off my personal experience. Um, coaches now are more are more open to catering to that guy's skill set. Like when I first got in the league, you had to come in, you had to play the game a certain way. You get what I'm saying? They were. It was only a few coaches I was really being open minded. And then I think it started there because now they're they're simplifying the game as much as possible for these dudes, like for protections. Like I'm, I, the, the few times i didn't been somewhere where a younger quarterback, I'm like, man, it's crazy how this, like how easy it is y'all get to learn, like the stuff y'all just really ain't got to learn as much as I had to learn. Like I had to learn everything when I first came in the game, from defenses, protections, and everything. And I was a fifth round pick, and it was just like you couldn't even step on the field if you didn't know these things, like. And a lot of quarterbacks wasn't guaranteed to play back then. Like, I remember you had first-rounders that wasn't wasn't guaranteed. It wasn't like the narrative now. Oh, you draft him in the top ten, you got to start him. No, it wasn't that case until it was like playing when he ready. And what goes until when he was ready was really you adjusting to the NFL game. But what we see now is the NFL adjusting to these players. So it's a great opportunity for them. You get what I'm saying? Because they get to get out there yeah. and establish themselves. And there's no experience. There's nothing better than experience. Like, So once you get out there and actually feel it, see it for yourself, see our defense, see you as a talent, like, that's the toughest thing as a backup. Like I dealt with until last year, until I played. Like I didn't know how my game still transferred because I was only playing in preseason. And, you know, that's just kind of very vanilla, not really scheming. And then so I didn't know how, how defenses saw me until I started. And then as you know, you process and you playing the chess match with the D coordinator and the defense, you know, the defense, you seeing how they see you and you can see when they change their defenses, you can see how they do little things here and there to adjust to what you've been putting on tape. And so if you get to learn that as a rookie, I mean, the opportunity for you to grow off of that is tremendous if you really out here learning the game. But and, and I think also what we'll goes with that always is for me is look at how much the CBA changed that, though, too, because we used to have so much time, bro, to, like, get developed. Like, used to be with, like, my rookie year, I was back in the building in February, you know, yeah. film, throwing the trainers, grinding on the mental aspect of the game. So they had more time to make me learn the game the way that they wanted me to uh, learn it. And I had to figure out how to play my game within that. Now the time is so limited. And so I invested all this into this top quarterback. I gotta figure out the most the fastest way to get him comfortable. And you see that with so many different things. Like look at what Jared did from year one to year two when he got in a system that catered to his skill set. Feel me, Lamar Jackson got a system that catered to exactly to what he does. Patrick Mahomes probably could play anybody's system and ball out because he no just cold with it like that. <laughs> but like you just that, see that, that young man um, different like you say yeah like and then like from the standpoint of like protections and all that I mean you play quarterback yeah. like when I was in college I didn't have to wear I got new protections but I just threw hot all day not in the league right. I gotta pick it up you feel yeah. me I just gotta know how to pick it up and there's multiple ways to do that and there's tails and there's little things you use at the line of scrimmage whether it be some motions you feel me some yeah. formations whether it be a, a snap count just to you know get a tail of the deal Defense, so you can be protected and play at a fast level. And I think once you get to that point within your system, and if you grow with your system, a la. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, who've been in the same system for years. Yep. Then you get to that masterization level that they at. I mean, they ain't. Tom Brady ain't never had a new system. Coordinators never. come in, they gotta learn his system. Drew Brees and Sean Payton been together since forever, and you just see how clockwork it is. Woo, 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 woo they be doing their thing with it so i think that that to me has catered to a lot of these dudes young uh, a lot of young quarterbacks immediate success for a long-term success they still got to develop though because once once the league know you that's when you got to really start playing quarterback that's when you got to play the game the way they it's supposed to be film. played and that's kind of why i appreciate what i went through what i went through as a young quarterback because they're gonna figure you out eventually yep. but they still can't stop anything and that's when right. you got to know where to go with the ball based on all your all your cheat sheet stuff that you didn't learn. Like for me, I got a, a long cheat sheet from playing on these different teams because every coach sees something a different way. Yeah. They attack a scheme a certain way. So you just keep filing in your notebook as, as maybe this way we can do it versus this team with this personnel. Even though on this team, I did it this way. And it's just, you know, try to play to the sh- – uh, best strength of your team that you can. That's what it's about now.
0: No, and that's perfect for what you said, that last little part, because I think the biggest success for any quarterback, or the most important thing I should say, is continuity at the offensive coordinator position. And if you think about all these young dudes that succeed, Goff and McVeigh, Mahomes and Andy Reid, Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson, even Kyler Murray with Cliff Kingsbury now, you got to have continuity there, man, just because some people think this, this thing is like mad, man, to where you can just fire coaches and bring dudes in and you can just click a shape and you know to play like that. You know how you can press R2, L2, whatever, to, for the play to pop up in Madden, and it don't work like that. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, it's tough. You've been there before. It's tough for you to put all this time into a system one year, and then if that dude gets fired, you bringing in a whole new play caller, you got to learn a whole new system. And the guy I love to use as an example is Marcus Mariota. I think that's killed his career. And he's had four different OCs, and this is his fifth year. That's tough, man. And, I mean, he the number two pick overall. He's got a lot of pressure. He's always going to be compared too. to Jameis. He Everything came he done. system Yeah, he, was he came, from, he came from that he Oregon
1: system. He came yeah. from the system that wasn't really It ain't NFL. It ain't it ain't NFL ready yet. That's what right. I would say. Like they 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 implemented it, but it ain't took over the league. Yeah, you the know. still playing real football. So that's just a big adjustment. I mean, to, I mean, me, I got my whole, I got a lot, of my, I got my issues with the spread. Me being from the old school, um, I still think it's more of a change-up offense than an actual um, base offense. But I mean, you know, that's the way the game is going. So. I think they're gonna still you know, they're gonna still keep chipping at it to see how it can uh, work. But uh, I just think I think as a quarterback you gotta be able to read the field. This 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 one throw it to one dude. R- I mean RPOs is cool, but uh, when it comes when they come to when they, when they get real and then you get into the late years of what NFL football is for sure gonna be, you gotta be able to be able to read the field still. You still gotta be able to drop back and process what the defense is doing because unlike Madden this ain't no artificial intelligence on the other side. Right. <laughs> they are gonna start anticipating what your moves are, your play calls, who you trying to get the ball to. And once and now that's when the chess match starts and that's when you'll, you know, you still gotta be able to adjust. I mean, football is a huge game of adjustments. I think all sports is a huge game of adjustments. You know what I'm saying? I mean, especially when you're playing at the highest level. Hell, even life is about adjustments because you got to be able to adjust no and not get rattled and not get rattled. So I just think all those things play a major factor in it. But it's good. It's good right now though for the league. You know. Fans are always excited about what's the new hot toy, and I just kind of, for an old player like me, it makes it harder for us, because we was once that new hot toy, and we didn't take off like, like, like you know, like like you would like to, unless you're on the level of, like, a, like some high-level quarterbacks like the Drew Breeses and them in the world, so, you know, you get kind of pushed by the wayside a little bit by these younger guys, but... I mean, that's just a part of, the, part of what goes down. And so you just got to make advantage of what your opportunities when they come. For me, though, I mean, I'm cool with it because my skill set caters to all this new style of football. I mean, me being mobile and athletic, but I also can still do the old stuff. So I think it's like a good good mix for me right now. What would you do, bro?
0: Man, it's tough, man, just because. coaching. It's tough. Well, if I'm a GM, I'm never going to hire a defensive minded head coach. That's just me. Especially if I'm about to draft a young dude. Just because I just don't want a revolving I Belichick wants every year. I mean he different, man. That's he's talking about the goat now. <laughs> That's the guy. I don't even compare nobody to Belichick. He he different, man. He a different breed. But as far as this new age, I think if you're hitting the reset button, like the dolphins are a prime example. I mean, I'm a fan of Brian Flores, but we know we know who they have their eyes on to do to Alabama to attack Bailoa. But I don't know what's going to happen to the offensive coordinator, and it might be a revolving door there. And that's the last thing you want to have at that position or on that position on the coaching staff is a revolving door, especially with a team that's hitting the reset button like they are. I want an offensive-minded head coach that's also the play caller, like Andy Reid with Patrick. I disagree
1: with you on that. Okay. I'm disagree with you on
0: that. What's your opinion I think on it's that? It's
1: more about how your team built and what he about he's stepping into. Because if 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 he ain't I mean, he can be I mean he can be cold with it, but he gotta have, you know, like unless he just somebody that that can really be cold with it and you can just say, All right, go to ball, go do your thing like you know, like the Panthers did with Cam. pay Manny got there like that. pay Manny struggled his first year too. Um, where you just kinda just you know, you don't gotta break him in. Um, I think I think what's around him is more important than these OCs from the standpoint of if you how how are you how are y'all coming into this season like the Cardinals I think that was a good move because it was a complete rebuild like you saying with the Dolphins I guess you could say that's kind of like a complete rebuild because yeah. they then basically depleted their roster everything but like if you got a team that's ready to possibly win they just had a down year I think I think it's more about you know putting them around. Right players. Now, if your players ain't there and you just building the quarterback, now we talking about what you talking about putting him with the the OC minded coach, this, that, and the third. Because like what Lamar Jackson took over last year, was a playoff caliber team.
0: Yep.
1: You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I got so you. That's a different situation. That OC catered to. That's a difference because that team is good around him, so you can kind of do whatever with them because of the players. Not every team can be built to play. The way that the OC wants him to play to me, like oh, what the you? OC got to adjust to his talent if he's trying to put a winnable product out there. You feel me? And I think that's the element that you run into. Now, if you like you starting completely from scratch, then I'm I'm am 100 on board. with you put a offensive minded coach. You feel me? They grow together. You know, have 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 the glory years. That's the that's the quote unquote way of doing things. But if I got a defense that's cold, I might bring in a defensive coach. Yeah. And I'm going to do like the Ravens did with Joe Flacco. Bring him along slowly. He going to manage these games until he get ready to win us the Super Bowl. But if we know we're going to be in every game because our defense code. <laughs> okay, I got you. Know, you. It makes sense. It makes sense. I think that. Right? So it, it, I, would, I would go into the what, kind of, what, what I got on that team. What am I really asking my quarterback to do? Do I need him to be a leader outside of? Like as a rookie, do I need him to do more than X's and O's? Do I need him to really take over the locker room? Do I need him? Like, do we got a bad culture? Like, cause some teams just need that piece. They don't really need everything else shit. They just need right. somebody who can get in there and get the job done. Some teams need everything. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I got you. Them. They need the whole. They need everything. So I think that plays a major role in that. And and then it's who is that coach? Can is he adjustable? Some coaches like to me. It's two different kind of coaches. It's a coach that the great coaches know how to coach any player. Then you got the good coaches that don't even coach dudes that can fit their system.
0: Right. And great you coaches, see a lot of you, you, you see a lot of coaches like that, too. And I don't want to name names or anything like that, but you have some coaches that are like my way or the highway. And it's like you're going to fit in this system or yeah. I'm going to cut you or you're just not going to play. I kind of scratch
1: my head. I, I scratch my head with them sometimes.
0: <laughs> right, because, I mean, You can draw up all these nice plays, but at the end of the day, you got to have dudes that can execute it, and you have to find a way to fit your personnel or your scheme around your personnel, I should say, because at the end of the day, the NFL is a results-driven business, and if you don't win, you're going to get the ax real quick. Like my, I mean, this is from a player
1: standpoint, just over time, learning about the Jimmys and Joes, not the Xs and Os, the Xs and Os do matter, though. Don't get me wrong. They help you. They help you play faster. They help you play smarter. They help you. But at the end of the day, it's about the Jimmys and Joes. And then, I mean, just the pattern I've seen. I've been on a couple, you know, building, clearing situations. Coaches always go first. You feel me? Then players, GMs after that. So if I'm a coach, it's like... Yeah, you can be building for year three and four, but you ain't gonna be here. Right? <laughs> <See> the,
0: <laughs> you know, see, see the, setting it up for the next the man. The fruits
1: of your labor. Then somebody else then took the fruits of your labor man. and built their whole life off of what you did What you try to establish? So there's that fine line, man. Of really getting in there and doing your thing to me you gotta get in there and do your thing establish yourself so what do i have what do i have what can we what where is we really going to be able to contend it like it might be us playing small ball defense winning nine to 12 games everybody wants to score 40 points but if my team ain't ready to do that i'm not gonna do that my team is gonna be i'm gonna play the strength of my team that's my offense scoring 40 all right then i'm you know i'm gonna get some pass rushers or something so we can, because we know we're going to be in games where quarterbacks going to be dropping back all the time. So I'm going to get some pass rushers so we can sack the quarterback some. or something. Or if it's a situation where, all right, we've been, we, the past season, we was losing every game by three points and we was three and out and everybody, but we really just had a quarterback who couldn't get it done. We we planned, you know, minus two turnovers. We turned the ball over pretty much in all our games and we still losing by a score here and there. Hell yeah, I'm going to go get a quarterback. I'm gonna get offensive minded coach, and we finna go win. But it's just really about what I got, so I think that plays a major role in it. It ain't like Madden, where you can just plug and <laughs> plug and pull. I think you really gotta get into that. Like, that's what I do when I prepare. Like I study everything a player do, bro. Yeah. Like I look for when a dude quit. Like I look for is he by is he the same player in the first from the fourth? You feel me? Like all that matters, cause that tell you a lot about that player when you are competing yeah. against them, and that no also doubt. show that character of that team, and then the character of that team. All our games in the league is called me close, so that's why the league smacks so hard, cause it really yeah. reveal your character. continuous. like when you unprepared, it's gonna you know it's tough. It was tough if you
0: unprepared,
1: but once you prepared and you have been around, your character shine through. Guys that ain't built for that moment, it shows.
0: Show your true colors
1: they make it look routine that's the beauty of football man
0: you can't hide in that thing you can't not at all you get exposed (laughs) real quick but that's episode two man some really good discussions there and like i said that's the josh and jordan podcast we get deep in these discussions and josh is still new to this thing he said man i don't know how i can talk for 30 minutes but once you get deep into the discussions you can go on for <laughs> hours and hours before you know it. You looking yeah, up? People you're... been already hear me talking about. <laughs>
1: yeah, people hear me talking about man. What can I come on here? Can we talk? Oh, yeah. Somebody hear me talking. One of my old kind of come on here talking about some real estate. They talking about. I think we just talking about sports and business right now. Yes. I, I guess mean, everybody we, else doing this podcast stuff. So
0: I we can we can eventually get some guests on here, but I wanted to get you you know get your feet wet first. Fish, fish. So that's, that's something we'll get yeah, to I'm eventually. Fish, fish. I'm sure you got some dudes around the league, some friends, few former teammates that you want to get on here to settle some debates that y'all might have had in the locker room or something like that. And, you know, NBA about to start up soon, too. So I know I know you you from Cali, so I know you're a basketball fan. You a Laker, you a Laker guy?
1: Everybody sleeping
0: on the Warriors. Oh, you a Warrior guy. Yeah, so have man, you have town. you been a Warrior guy or were you just like a Steph Curry you jumped on the bandwagon Warriors?
1: You know Avery Johnson used to play for the Warriors.
0: Yeah, yeah. Baron Davis, out oh, man. I've been a war. Oh, I'm no, not a Warriors man. fan, but I I'm like
1: Avery. Avery Johnson. Avery oh, okay.
0: Johnson. So you you go way back. Okay, I got you.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you go Chris yeah. Mullen Chris yeah. Mullin, and all yeah. that.
1: BDN, then Chris Mellon, run TMC. Then we had our dry spells with when Thunder was the most popular thing on the Warriors, was our our mascot. And the only reason why you went to the games, because if they scored 100, win or lose, you got free chalupas.
0: That's the I mean, NBA about to start here in about a month, so I'm a big NBA guy too. So we definitely will get we'll dive into that a little bit deeper once that starts. And like I said, man, we gonna have outside of football. We're gonna have talks outside of outside of the game as well. That's what this podcast is all about. But that's episode two. It is in the books. And for you guys that are officially a fan of the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Ooh, I can't talk. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. I should say, Apple, uh, iTunes, Stitcher and all those other spotify as well all those other platforms of your choosing make sure you subscribe to the podcast i am jordan reed he is josh johnson this is the josh and jordan podcast thank you guys for listening